Good evening, uh, my name's Adam, uh, welcome to Garbage Games, and this is Star Trek Morpheus. Hello, and welcome back to episode one of Star Trek Morpheus. I keep saying that. This is this is episode one of Starship Morpheus. We, we had... Hope. We let's hope. make some more characters. I think that was fun. Uh, yeah, let's make all the secondary characters. Well, that and then all the ensigns. <laughs> yeah, the entire crew. A few hundred people. <laughs> so, uh, I'm Pete. Uh, I'm not the Games Master this time. Uh, in a moment, we'll go around and everyone introduce themselves uh, and who they're playing and what they do. Uh, but before we do, don't forget to go and check out our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, please go check out our podcast. And if you're listening on our podcast, hello, uh, uh, please go and check out YouTube. We also have a Discord. We've got loads of people joining us. We're doing lots of conversations around mapping, um, around producing a show. We've got a channel for that as well, um, about role-playing in general. So there's all kinds of stuff going on there. More and more people joining. It's getting quite busy, which is pretty cool. Uh, some of the guys are doing a map challenge on there, on our channel. It's a map! Um, so uh, go and check that out as well um, we also have our Patreon um, we have 41 awesome people who support us uh, in what we do they make it a bit better for everybody else from all the equipment and stuff that hopefully you can't really see most of it on the screen uh, to the games that we play and all our dice and stuff like that thank you very much for your support uh, we give out uh, maps, uh, settings, adventure locations, all kinds of stuff on there. So please go check it out. There's a link below. We also have stuff on uh, Redbubble and Drive Through RPG. We've got some mugs. Um, I can't remember where my mug is, but anyway, uh, got some mugs. Oh, here we go. It's a bit harder to see now on camera because we're a bit further away. Um, yes. You will also notice that we've had a bit of a rejig of the studio. It was the studio's birthday on the 2nd of March, wow. so that was cool. We've been a year in the studio, which is great. Did you have a party? I had a party by chopping up the table <laughs> and putting it back together to form the wedge so that we can now all look better at our cameras. We have a bit more space. It doesn't look, it's not just our faces on the screen. No. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Give us feedback about the new setup in the comments below. That would be great. And please don't forget to check out our other shows. We've got Flint and Steel. Uh, which is one fancy role play. We've got Masters and Monsters at Samran, uh, 13 episodes of Mage, The Ascension, great uh, great show there. Uh, we also have Vostok's Chance uh, and loads of other stuff. Go and have a look. Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, about time we got on with Star Trek. Mm -hmm. So, who should we go to first? Hi, I'm Sam and I'm playing Lieutenant Commander Vasha Kren, the Chief Medical Officer. Hello, I'm Keith. I'm going to be playing Captain Sorrel Thavayak, Andorian captain of the latest Enterprise, the Enterprise G. Hi, I'm Dan, and I'm going to be playing uh, Zelvok, the uh, Vulcan security officer and um, commander of the new Enterprise. Hello, I am Pete, and I'm playing Grio Tovon, uh, the Cardassian science officer. And I'm Adam, and I'm games mastering this particular game. I think we put Starfleet Command. Yes, that's <laughs> Yes, I'm in charge of all them, but I'm also in charge of all the other places as well. Yeah. So, 
Um, <clears throat> so we finished doing the characters last week. I think we were all satisfied with how we ended, yes? Yes. So it was a bit rushed towards the end. Are we happy with all of our different events and things? Yes. Yes. Yep. I just, there's, I just have a small thing around um, the artifact that I discovered. But yes. apart from that, I think that won't come up in the mm. first episode, so we can... <laughs> okay, <laughs> not worry about so, that. Ah! <clears throat> the Museum of Artifact Investigation. <laughs> yes. All the artifacts discovered by Starfleet Legion have been stolen. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah. So the only thing that I particularly thought might be at all was just an idea. Was that so? What sort of when you you were released at the because you're in prison, your ship destroyed, mm. and you and you were only released at the at the end of the occupation of Bajor. Yes. And you whereabouts were you? Oh, sorry, are they the wrong way around? I, I think I've got two, and I think that uh, one was for you. Sorry, that's cool. Um, where were you at the end of Occupation of Abel? I can't remember when, which stage in your career you were currently at. Um, when did the Occupation of Abel end? 2369. Mm. So, so nearly 30 years ago. Nearly 30 years ago. I would have probably been... In Starfleet Academy, then. Because you're 48, I believe. So 30 years ago would be... Yes. 19 or something. I just like the idea that during, like, the... Um, you probably you could you could have been part of the, the people like at his sort of release. You could have been like like on I don't know whatever they do at Starfleet Academy. What's the word for when they have little going out into the field bits? Oh, field like, trips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably not quite a field trip, but more like yeah, field well, experience. Red Squad. Work, yeah. work experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because they have like Red Squad. Good example. Yeah, they they, they, yeah. was, they were like on like a six month or however long it was supposed to be before they decided let's go crazy and try to do it ourselves for like ages. Little own mission, weren't they? On, on like a defiant like thing. Yes, defiant class ship. Red Squad. Yeah. Well, yep. I was on the. Um, I was on the USS Appalachia. A steam runner class um, was my first placement, so it would have been about that. Yeah. Did you like that idea? I just I thought it might be interesting if it's like the old Vulcan that you sort of helped and took out of when mm-hmm. he was he was being released from uh, like a Kardashian prison uh, prison of war camp or whatever. Re-education centre. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know, it was just a thought. But you don't have to do it. Just yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, though he probably would have been quickly whisked off to a Starfleet um, medical facility. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, um, like, that is probably <laughs> a couple of years on Betazord. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is that he could have been doing, um, like I say, the field work, field experience kind of, like a, a month on, on like a ship as like a, you know, a cadet. Like, you know, Nogwells during the war, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and like you know, you were taking and you were, when you took on all these va- these injured people and and shipped them off to like a nearby star medical star base for like you know because you wouldn't mm-hmm. be taking up six six nine because they were you know still rebuilding the, the medical bay up there yeah <laughs> so and especially the other Starfleet officers and things you might have been um, I just do you like that idea that you like earlier in your career you could have seen this guy now you're in charge of him and you don't have to like it we could have met certainly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never we could have we could have met <laughs> well, I think it's a nice idea isn't it yeah you know that's how you think he'll be my number one kind of thing well I imagine he wasn't being Vulcan he wouldn't have been very talkative uh, no. so having just been held captive for a long time, a long, long time. he would probably be not very talkative mm-hmm. so being cadet first mission kind of thing mm-hmm. probably been like ooh okay <laughs> and he's a scary Vulcan he's mm. a scary Vulcan 
Okay. Gold Vulcans are scary. Um, right, well, other than that, I think we can therefore get started, if you'd like oh. to begin. Oh. <clears throat> Captain's Log, Stardate 7104.8.9. The shakedown cruise is complete. Starfleet has given the Enterprise and its crew our first mission. We have received word from Lukunu Colony and the Caesura Nebula that the researchers there have made great advance and doing limited details. The Lukunu Colony is a situation in a unique area of space, free from background radiation and electromagnetic interference. It allows the astronomers there to peer deeper into the universe than ever before. We've known breakthroughs to come through there from data compression, sheer amount of data of anomalies they collect. I look forward to finding out what awaits us there. So, um, we'll start with you sort of just outside because you're, the, the, the way this this place works is you're, you're by protocol you're not you're only allowed to enter at a certain point because otherwise you'll interfere with the, the scans of yeah. this sort of empty space. Um, you two may not have heard about this um, too much because it's not that well. However, it's not that far from Kardashian space, mm -hmm. where the, the near where the Kardashian border was yep. sort of around. Um, and so you've heard of it that it's, as I said, you said, it's a sort of a research place with lots of, um, it's like a dead zone in there. There's basically, mm -hmm. there's no signals or anything that pe penetrate this sort of outside of this nebula and then there's sort of a dead zone in the middle. That, not quite sure how it was created, that's still worked out, but they've done a number of sort of working out the Planck constant to like an extra digit or, you know, they can okay. measure, the only bad things that they can sort of measure externally to it, the gravimetric waves and things that tend to pass in subspace. EM, all of that kind of radiation just tends to bounce off the outside for reasons, again, they're still just exploring. But because it's such a quiet and scientific place, a lot of the scientists from Kardashian that were sort of battered by the war and losing people, that kind of thing, actually moved there. Um, okay. they, were, they weren't Federation citizens, it's a Federation colony, mm -hmm. scientific base. But a lot of the Kardashians did move there because it was, well, one, most people that hadn't been involved in the war because it was seen as a low-priority target and it doesn't have much contact. Um, so they, they didn't have the same sort of dislike and feelings against the war that other people in the Federation and other places may have done. Mm -hmm. And it's also just very quiet and peaceful there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and a good place to that forget That make things. a nice change. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So you may have heard of it. Um, so if we imagine that sort of as you were sort of doing the log, we were following around the ship. What, what, what do you think it looks like inside? I mean, what kind of style? Well, we we discussed this. Um, we thought maybe it'd be a lot, lot more cramped than a regular starship because um, its primary nature is the holographic hull with all the space in it. Mm -hmm. So, oh, sorry, we're talking about the holographic hull here. Yes. Oh, both. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, at the very very core of it, you're talking sort of, like you said, defiant levels of... Squash. Squash. Yes, squash. And then elsewhere... And there's, yeah, there's kind of packed, like, turbo lift escape pods and sure. lots of equipment. Bunks and, and stuff. Yeah. And that kind of thing. Yeah. That's right. quite Spartan, that bit. But the rest of it is probably a bit more, what, yeah. sort of voyagery? Yeah, somewhere we're talking, between... We're not talking carpeted walls. We're talking yeah, sort no, of grey no. and, <laughs> and the panels and all those kind of things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of the galaxy. Well, but to, Galaxy, yeah, yeah well... That's thing we can arrange it however we want. Exactly. So how does it look now? What are the internal aesthetics? Like I say, you can all pitch on this one. <laughs> I do like quite like sovereign, so. Okay. It can look sort of inside a sovereign. Sure. How do you go that as a kind of standard? It makes sense. Large, large advanced cruiser mm -hmm. style. So how did that look? I can't remember exactly. 
Um, I just remember the card shouting a lot. <laughs> kind of like um, similar to the Galaxy class, um, though the sort of the the wall frames were sort of on the whereas the Galaxy class were vertical and sort of just rounded at the top. They were quite more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was sort so, of a medium between the Galaxy and the Intrepid, wasn't it? Am I think. Yeah, yeah it was a bit of a yeah. fusion. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. was quite similar to the Galaxy, wasn't it? But sort of slightly less beige. Yeah, slightly more grey. More grey, less beige. Yeah. Definitely more grey than beige. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to go. And with no beige. Although apparently beige is in now. Oh, just to it? let you guys know, I saw. Yeah. Good. Anyway. <laughs> How? Sure. I don't know. Okay. But I'm... I'm I'm a Kardashian. I have very different aesthetic requirements to most of you. <laughs> mm. That's why you all the Kardashians paint their ships beige. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> beige is in. <laughs> so where oh, would you? That's why it? they wanted beige. Or. This is just a great. Yes, a great species search for beige. Uh, <laughs> So where would you have been on this sort of little, like I say, collage of scenes? Is it, is um, I assume on the, the, the in Medbay, at least initially. Yeah. Because if we've not been out very long, I'm probably still working out where I want everything. Particularly with the holographic hull, we have the option to configure things. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to work out how I want things. So there's possibly beds mo- holographic beds <laughs> moving as you walk past it. No, <laughs> no, there. Um, yes. And the various staff and things. <laughs> one yes. Where would bridge? <laughs> <laughs> so what does the bridge look like is the next obvious thing Ooh. what kind of layout have we got there oh. well, there's a bit of a there's a bit of a holographic cluster around my station right as I'm trying to sort of bone up on my astrophysics mm-hmm. uh, you know it's one of my foci mm-hmm. uh, but I'm trying to make sure that when we get there I don't sound like a dullard and I'm you know but I'm I'm, I'm tr- doing this in a kind of trying to be surreptitious but there are sort of Mm-hmm. You know, kaleidoscopic galaxies swirling around me of light and stars, and I'm kind of. I was going to say, have we got the full, full oh, I, around, around my station? Yeah. I think I've gone a bit full on <laughs> with it at the moment as as we're heading there. <laughs> Are they physical? And I think I'm opposite the security across. You know, we're you know. Well, well not the sides of the bridge. I was going to say, where would you well, be? Unless the security is traditionally, like, if it's like a horseshoe shape, like your, your traditional, like, the most recent oh. Enterprise, then he'll be sort of standing stand at the view screen. Yeah. Does, Does he get a chair? Like he doesn't have a chair. I don't know. It would be somewhere... It's a holographic ship, again, again however you want. I was going, we probably we would have moved on from the Galaxy Class bridge, mm-hmm. so it would yeah. be Sovereign, Intrepid, or... Beyond that, so yeah. So you've got your little cubbies, basically. Yeah, it depends how big the bridge is. I mean, because you want it to be. (laughs) This is often going to be the uh, the response. I think it's on standard running at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got a fairly standard sized bridge. Most of them seem to be about the size of kind of a sound studio kind. (laughs) Yeah. And and, uh, we're, uh, you know, I think I think I'm thinking more Voyager than Galaxy. That sweepy thing. See, I'm thinking if we we kind of. Oh, so I have to stand facing the back of the room. That's not, I'm not doing. That. I've got a, like, <laughs> like a, a two tier, like a lower bridge, Ooh. where helm is and operations are. Yeah. Um, and then the captain and the science people, the important people, are up the top. Yeah. So okay. That's certainly interesting. Yeah. 
was always a sloped And bridges, you got quite it? a large say, overview dome section of space. Perhaps we're having a conversation about what the bridge could look like. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm moving beds around, yes, you're moving stations around. I'm sort of tapping on yeah, a how control. We, yeah. Am I going to walk onto the bridge and get hit by a moving console? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The chair's going in the middle. So the chair's in the middle. We've moved science. The chair's always in the middle. We've moved science and tactical up a bit behind. Mm. And helm and operations are down and a bit forward. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, not, yeah, kind of a combination of different things. And then the operations at the back where Kim was often stuck. No, no, no. No, no. science and tactical. I assume that was mostly to put Kim back there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so he could just go, Caption? Yeah. <laughs> so he could get infected with various diseases. Yeah. <laughs> just like they did, they came aboard and he came in and I thought my station was done it. Nope, it was always at the back there. Yeah. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> oh, bless him. <clears throat> Angry Harry Kim. <laughs> so, yeah, so you walk onto the bridge and, like I say, you're doing this and you're just at the station. Uh, reviewing tactical operations. <laughs> So, as you've got the view screen open, the outside of this nebula looks quite strange. It's sort of like a sort of funhouse mirror kind of effect. It seems to be, you've got all these kind of different layers of gas, but they're all kind of reflective in the visible spectrum and many of the other spectrums. But And so you can kind of, it, and it kind of distorts because it's kind of a fluid thing. So you can see basically, a lot of it's just reflecting space, but you can see a kind of distorted reflection of the, the, the Enterprise sort of in this sort of, the, 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 this nebula is slowly moving around. And maybe you get sort of sort of in one corner you see someone's face that's staring out one of the actual physical windows sort of briefly appear as it's kind of all moving around. But then it's sort of vague because underneath the couple of layers under that you see sort of maybe a, a sort of yes a, a star from far like far behind you sort of reflecting and looking. Mm. It's, it's very strange and distorted. This kind yeah. of the outside. It's kind of opalescent to you, but the box out there. Quite a view. What's your take of it, sir, Mister Turbon? It's interesting, Captain. Uh, what? Surface scans I've been doing are having trouble penetrating. Um, did you want me to try and run something a bit deeper, or is that not necessary? I. If there are any weather patterns in there, we need to avoid. I can have a check. Ooh, rolling. Does the captain prefer me to stay in the med bay, or do we think he doesn't mind if I come up to the bridge? Providing there's no one needing your services. Oh, right. <laughs> Just because I'd like to come and look at the pretty star thing, so I should come up when I realise we're there. Well, since you're our main crew and, and uh, the doctor, and there aren't that many other crew, it's probably sensible for the kind of doctor like Bones that just used to hang around at the bridge when he was born. That's because generally they drove the ship into something and it hit the bridge and everyone would fly out the chairs and... Yeah. <laughs> so you just think, but well, he's got to stand there because Kirk's like, no, Captain, that's unethical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas I just want to like thing. shoot it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm try and scan the, ne the near portion of the nebula mm -hmm. and see if there are any kind of dangerous eddies or there's any kind of discharge or something mm -hmm. going on inside it that we need to watch out for. So, was that threat? Yes, yeah, I start okay. with two for each player. It's for you. So, okay. um, so you're, what you're doing out here is waiting because you've given you've given a specific time to enter sure. because they need time to sort of because yep. they'll disturb the subspace yep. and everything in there as you go in. So I'm bored. <laughs> so th that's why you are currently just waiting outside mm -hmm. here. Okay. Well, uh, again, if we remember how to roll on this, it's two d twenty. Commander, could tactical sensors aid with this? 
Yes. Can they? So, um, it's CG20 normally, unless yep. you want to buy more dice. Um, and while you're at Astrophysics. That only affects what the raw meat does. Okay, right. Um, unless you've got a talent that gives you more dice, it's buying with determination. Uh, I have a talent that allows me to re-roll one die. Well, that's... Okay, so I roll two dice. Yes, you'll be rolling two dice. Um, you'll be trying to get underneath your... Uh, probably... Uh, whatever it's called. Um, reason? Yes. And science? Remember it was re reason and science, yes. Okay. Um, so 17. Uh, yes, so you want to get into yes, equal to or under those on those dice, yep. uh, and each one of those numbers that does that is a success. Uh, every one that's equal to or under, because you have a, uh, a relevant focus. Foci, um, uh, if it's under five or under, then I get two. You get two for that dice, because yes. my science is five. Indeed. Okay, so shall I roll? Yes, and any 20s, tell me about it, because they'll um, they're be bad. bad. <laughs> Mr. Zellbock, while you're at it. Can you see if there are any uh, other ships in the area? Three successes. Right, wonderful. Right. So if, if he's helping, um, yep. you'd, if you're helping, you roll one dice mm -hmm. uh, on the whatever you think is relevant to helping. So probably, again, it's probably still going to be... I don't see necessarily how tactics will help Targeting? on this one. Well, no, he was helping with the oh. looking for eddies and things. Yeah, but I'm on. saying if he's got um, something that can target... Yeah, can sure, it works the same. Focuses... Mm -hmm. So what's that off? So, uh, uh, what is it? Security? No. Uh, what's he rolling? Reason and science? Uh, or reason and tactical. Reason and tactical. Yeah, whatever. reason and security. Security, rather. So yeah. you have to roll one dice and get under 15. So you have those to go. Do you have a relevant focus? Uh, no. Uh, shipboard tactical systems. Hmm. Yeah, but that's for, I was thinking that would be more sort of for a tactical oh, situation. Okay. okay. I'll be even for done this one. Right. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't, well, it doesn't make it doesn't difference. Make it difference. Enough. So was it equal to under? Yeah. Then you exactly. add one success to the his, but only because he got any successes. If he got none, then it wouldn't have done anything. Okay, cool. Um, now, the ship also helps because you're using the ship sensors, and that's oh, yes. how the ship is involved. So Sam, do you want to roll for the ship? Only I have to tell the numbers, but... I could roll for the ship. Sure. So, uh, sensors and science, nine in sensors, three in science, that's 12. Yep. So and it's 12 or less. Yes, 12 or less, and a ship always counts as having a relevant focus. Oh, okay. So that makes it... So if you roll three or less, it's two successes. 19. Well, okay. well the sometimes the complication range... Does not help. Can, sometimes the complication range can be bigger than um, 20. Uh, it defaults to 20, but it can be lower than that. And then which point, if you get a complication, it normally adds a bad... Um, traits to the situation of okay. complication. Yep. Um, right, so you... Do, 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 do. Right, so the way that this tends to work for mm, this kind mm -hmm. of... What? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, is that I said difficulty, which I should have told you ahead of time, but I wanted to explain the, the rolling first. Um, so it's... Normally, scanning type things is zero because it's not particularly difficult. However, this is a rather reflecting and therefore sure. difficult to scan things. So I'd say yeah. more like one. Okay. So that means you've got Four successes overall with yep. with the help. So you've got three over okay. the difficulty. So yep. um, I'll give you some the basic knowledge of things. So you, you, you're playing with your, your 3D kind of thing. Yep. Um, there's one little feature of the ship that I, I've yet to mention that will probably come up with your kind of lots of little devices and that kind of sure. thing. There's a cat. <laughs> Small, probably currently black sort of cat mm -hmm. who's basically batting at your things and you all have seen this thing around and asked people to remove it and been a bit confused by the whole situation when you came aboard and we've been explained uh by the head designer who did welcome you aboard that um it's an unfortunate quirk of the way that this the, the computer system has worked and been built in 
that, that mm. it seems to generate, no matter what you do with it, as long as the holographic systems are working, a hologrammatic cat. Okay. And you can't block it from anywhere, it will just disappear and reappear. It seems to do random things. It rarely interferes with the, 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 the business of the ship. However, there doesn't seem to be a way of getting rid of it. And other than, you can't it, delete it seems the to, file, it just no, seems it to keep seems, coming back. It, no, it's, it seems to be sort of spread amongst all of the base level files ah, of all okay. of the computing system and okay. all of the operating system. You have a ship's cat. You, you do. Cat. Indeed. Okay. And this didn't worry Small anyone. White and fluffy, yeah. it? Well, it was actually it was a similar thing to the... Um, this is not a tribble. <laughs> <clears throat> it seems to be I, I, it, for the few members of this class that seem to exist they all seem to have like one or two little quirks like has anyone named the cat? like the Morpheus the, the original USS Morpheus that had the sort of problem with occasional weather just oh, really? would kind of grow about the <laughs> oh, place okay. it would never be enough to block place but sure, you just yeah. and it's holo holographic so it doesn't really yeah and, and the okay. temperature would be fine the moisture was fine it would just get morning weather reports where's the mist this morning oh it's on deck 12 section 6 <laughs> I should probably also mention that the mastermind behind this class is uh, Professor Barker. <laughs> okay. Um, so, quick, uh, quick thing to mention. Mm -hmm. I'm the science officer. Yes. So when I uh, succeed at a task assisted by the ship's computers yes. or sensors, or, or using a tricorder, mm -hmm. or the cat, <laughs> the character generates one bonus momentum. Right. Well, that means that, as opposed to generating three momentum, because you were three over the total, that means yep. you've generated four momentum. Okay. Which, well, again... Does I'll, that get added to a pile somewhere? It can do or it cannot. You can spend it okay. now, or, or I'll, I'll go through and do Okay, no worries. It gives you some sort of general idea. The, 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 just a general background point about the scan. So the nebula okay, doesn't seem to have... Momentum. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to be dangerous. It doesn't seem to have sure. much of a physical presence. It won't... Be, be, your deflector should easily... Bounce There's no sort of electrical through. discharges through it or any kind of your sensors corrosive will, element. will be quite difficult for your sort of... It's not very thick. It'll only take you about 10 minutes to go through it, but mm -hmm. it's not... It's very... Yeah, it will be very hard. The sensors will be messed up entirely during that time because they'll sure. be reflected all to hell. So you'll be sensing 20,000 ships or whatever <laughs> bouncing from various different small areas or whatever. It'll be very hard to read as you go through. Um, and then, yeah, beyond that, you can't really sense anything at all. Mm -hmm. um, and targeting will also be quite difficult as you go through. So, um, now the way it works is you can spend momentum on this roll to yep. get things. The more obvious one on this one is uh, for more information, which is you can spend one momentum to ask me any one question. Okay. Um, or not, and then you know, sure. continue spending that as many times mm -hmm. as you want. Um, other sort of other things you can spend momentum on are, well, again, they can get dice and other things later. Get them on here. It's on here, I isn't it? I think that has got the common momentum spend. Common uses of momentum. The momentum is what you give someone. Ten information. Okay, well, I, I won't. I probably yeah, won't. I probably won't ask all four questions. But no. um, can I ask? Does is there anything that makes me believe that this is an artificial construct rather than a natural phenomenon? Um, yes, the edges of um, sort of going back. The edges seem to. The interior edges of, of the, the outside seems to sort of vary as you would expect a nebula tends to with sort of outside influence and just sort of with gravimetric yep. movement, all that sort of thing. The interior, however, seems to not quite move naturally. It seems to sort of continue not infiltrating the interior of this, the interior sort of lacuna of this um, nebula, this, yeah. the whole the, the dead void. zone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, unnaturally so. Is it as if something. Second question. <laughs> is it as if something's pushing it away or itself is restraining it? Oh, are you spending this? I'm using the momentum. The question. Oh, we're not. We're, you well, know, yeah, it's just a, it's fine. Yeah, we're in sort of momentum. Sorry. After, after we've not I've used two of them. 
Yeah. Okay. You can keep count of it as you go along. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's... It's more like... Um, It's a diffusion mechanism, so it, it, it's defying entropy. So as mm-hmm. the a few a few particles seem to be going inwards, but much mm-hmm. they seem to have a much greater likelihood of going out rather than going in. Okay. Right. So as opposed to entropy would normally cause the thing to just spread sure, out and just sure. kind of like I say, just spread out into the, this void. It's oh, okay. so I guess being pushed out, but it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. that it randomly seems but to be not, not in the way you would think. Um, and you're getting some again unusual subspace readings on the boundary, as it were. Okay. So you think it might be connected to some sort of subspace phenomena? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I'll uh, study this later and give you a report on what I found, Captain. Can we spend a momentum to see if there are any other ships in the area? I'll give you that for free. Yeah, there are. There are any. That's not. Okay. Um, not that you can sense. I mean, it's quite. You're not able to really sense round the nebula, um, but you have to spend momentum on that. But no, I tell you, if there are any other ships around. Okay. Is the cat still trying to back Tovan's display? Yes, that's why it wasn't Does happening. Tovan like cats, do I know? <laughs> I despise cats. Then my character will pick <laughs> up They remind me of cat. the small rodent creatures that would eat the plants on the farm that I grew up on, mm-hmm. so I don't like them. In which case, if I'm coming in as I walk past, I will pick up the cat off of the station and take it with me. You will have been sort of warned, probably by, yes, lower <laughs> banks and that kind of things, that... You can't really hurt the cat, even if you kind of try to phase it or whatever. That's why I'm not the ship or paying attention to But it. if you kick it or whatever, it'll get angry and hiss, and then it might scratch you. It doesn't seem to have safeties or anything. But no one else might. Great. However, no one God. thought that this was a problem. <laughs> it's a glitch. It's yeah. like a ghost in the machine. Yeah. So, yes, I shall, pick up, I, sh- I shall pick up the cat and rub its ears and take it away. There is rumour that if you do do that, it does seem to call, you seem to get more random other glitches from the ship. Okay. <laughs> Kicking the cat results in restriction of privileges. <laughs> yeah, my my quarters lose all of their facilities just suddenly. Have to sleep on the floor, and it's like really lumpy concrete floor suddenly. And you wake up and the cat is sleeping on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> in which case, I shall I shall pick up the cat and move it, it away from his station then, and and run does it ears. randomly appear in places? Yes. So it will like glitch in and so, out. Areas. Right. <laughs> While you're having a shower, <laughs> and occasionally it'll just be in odd places like a holographic you, shower. You. <laughs> I thought, I guess... With the sonic shower, it just pumps... Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can, yeah. But no, occasionally you'd be like wandering past like a, a transparent EPS Commodore and they would just be sitting, kind of bathing in like the heat of it. Inside it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, it's a holographic cat. I should yeah. pick out the holographic cat, however. And hold it for a bit. So Has anyone considered reprogramming it to make it look like a dog? Why would you do that? I'll pet the cat. I'll start filing. Oh, I'll start. Is... I'll start writing a report. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is clearly a old person. Uh, Captain, I'll keep sensors um, rotating uh, while we pass through, just to pick up. I'm sure they try and gather as much information as they can on this. Right. Um, no. When we proceed through, turn all sensors to passive. We don't want to, all the reflections to overload them. Very well. It's a pretty amazing looking thing. It is. It is fascinating. So if we unless anyone else has more to do, we'll get to you waiting to your moment and then proceeding through again. It's quite confusing as you sort of go through the barrier. 
you can kind of the reflections it, it looks like you're surrounded by the exterior of your ship it's, it's quite mm. odd uh distorted and confusing um but it doesn't take long to go through and then you pass through and then inside it's just like black as soon as you pass through onto the other side you kind of just as the, the, the view passes the, the the barrier passes and you look you know the view screen looks back or sense back it looks mm. it, it looks entirely sort of you know, like a black body, it's, it's, it's nothing there. Mm. Uh, the only things you can sense once you, once you sort of pass through is uh, sort of a few nav boys around this small planetoid that seems to be, I don't know, probably um, a few thousand. Uh, what's a good long distance? It's not less than a light year. Um, an impulse level, somewhere that takes yeah. take you about. Impulse to take you about a couple of hours to go okay. across, about yeah. that distance. Um, but you can see sort of now boys sort of rotating around this sort of mm -hmm. um, this small planetoid and, and a, a far distance away. I think maximum impulse is quarter light speed, yeah. so, so that's what, 75,000 kilometers a second? So, so a few million give or take, yeah, so several tens of millions of kilometers. Yes, that. And yes, as you head through, like I say, it's strange, and like I say, navigating for your anonymous con and helms people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Holographic helms people. <laughs> um, like I say, they might be supporting characters at some point, but for now they are not important. Um, it's difficult, and like I say, sensors are, you're just reading nothing. It, it, it is strange. They keep on kind of resetting themselves because they're kind of confused by the lack of input. They keep on thinking that they, there's like a disconnect or something, there's an error. So they kind of keep on kind of, and then kind of automatically restarting. Reboot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this can't be right. Yeah, exactly. There's an error with the system. <laughs> Reboot. Oh, no, this can't be right. Um, <clears throat> as you set through, through the. Um, the, the blackness and again protocol suggests not communicating in case they've got any experiments going you can sure. break with protocol but it's up to you it's a um know, passive area of space it's receiving nothing we're not going to contaminate it with unnecessary and because uh, you, you'd see anything from quite some distance and as you approach you do notice that there it does appear to be another ship orbiting the planetoid. it's um it looks like a, a refitted gala class Kardashian vessel, but it's like uh, refitted with no weapons. It seems to have been. It looks like it was really battered and just like damaged at some point, and so it's been significantly refitted, mostly for uh, transport and maybe a bit of science and scanning and that kind of thing. But yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be in great nick. It looks a little bit battered and damaged on the outside, so it's not been fully repaired. Oh. Report on the cause of that damage. Can I look it up in the ship's database? Uh, sure. Uh, it would be the, hmm? just having a look through the ship facilities just in case anyone does something and the ship's got some funky <laughs> stuff that can like help out so yes not necessarily so some of these things are things we could act exactly if so we want so the ship has talents of its own so those six at the bottom Yep. So the first two are always true, the holographic ship, and then the second, the, the right. extra power generators. The other four vary, but the, the, those are the four that you've got at the moment. Okay. Should be on the phone. Cool. Right. Gotcha. So, so these are all the other ship talents you could have. Okay. <laughs> but you'd have to transform the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I was thinking, whoa, this is a great ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's got everything. It's got 20 <laughs> talents. Look at it. <laughs> of course it's a great ship. It's the Enterprise. It is the Enterprise. <laughs> um, okay, so it's um, a ship called the Gatoll. Um, it uh, is registered with uh, Starfleet as a, uh, I guess, civilian vessel, you'd call it. it it's owned by... Um, the uh, Nula Cat University on Cardassia Prime. Um, mm. uh, you know, a research facility that's only recently mm-hmm. been sort of taking students in the last few years again after it's all the school like things. Um, <laughs> it's more like an exhibitionary vehicle, but it was sort of on Slark's legs, and it was sort of as a project for like the engineering student, that kind of things. They put it back together and got it working so that they could. So its damage is historical. Yes, no, no, it did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it From was basically yeah scuttled and, and the equivalent of wrote off at the end of a when oh, at the end of, in the Dominion War, but the, the shell was still okay. sort of hanging around, and they've sort of collected it and then they've rebuilt it, and so it's not. It, it's you know it's been certified space worthy, but it's not. It's really, no match for us. Basically. It's no. It, it's probably got some you know a defensive weapon, but again, it's probably made by some student as a project. So yeah, even not. I'll send the information um, tractor beam or something. Yeah. I will yeah. send the information over. It's the equivalent of like those university classic car clubs or whatever that are, that redo old yeah. vehicles and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's more like, yeah, rebuilding sort of really destroyed tank, as if they got hold of it and they put it back together, put the tracks and stuff back on it, but the main gun doesn't was broken off and hasn't been replaced. And half the armor's gone, and they've kind of just patched it enough that it doesn't fall off, and yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, it's damaged from the Dominion War. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, but yes, and like I say, it was just basically scrapped, but I think the university sort of, or somebody at the university, the recent record said, oh, actually, could, could we have that? I think that'd be an interesting project for people to work. <laughs> yeah. Does it look like it is holding together at the moment? Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty structurally sound and things. Like I say, you wouldn't you wouldn't want it to get into any kind of fight because then who knows what might happen. But it's got lots of escape pods still. They seem to be new. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably provided by the Federation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't take students out when there's no escape pods. Are they are they holographic? It's pretty. <laughs> Clearly, their turbo lifts on escape pods. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! If that thing's full of engineering students. Can you imagine how much attention we're about to get? <laughs> well. Fair to intercept 15 million requests from the <laughs> What's their crew compliment? <laughs> well, all right. They really pack them in. I was assuming they were doing many each. <laughs> well, it's fine, we just create a uh, labyrinth in section of corridors that are completely isolated from the rest of the do ship we, and let them walk round. Do we have many academy students on board? Uh, considering you didn't want like kids and families involved for this first run, no. probably not. <laughs> no. Okay. But, so, for example, as a holographic vessel, if we wanted to, we could like holographically create part of the ship to be like Starfleet, a mini Starfleet University or whatever. Yeah. But university might be stretching it because it's not that big, but you know, definitely like a few you lecture halls, lecture and halls some and labs, which you already have anyway, but that kind of thing. Definitely some facilities. I won't yeah, call your university at that point, but maybe we're enough to, enough to <laughs> have modular <laughs> laboratories. I was going to say, considering, considering we're a sort of a deep space vessel mm. and a large ship, we'll have, we need to be kind of self-sufficient. So we, we have, have a bit of everything so anyway, <laughs> and, we, and we can we can chop and change it a bit as mm-hmm. uh, as the need dictates. Mm-hmm. Like I say, you can make up new towns. Like I said, they're just the example towns from the book. So, yes, <laughs> mini university could be a town. Um, 
so yeah, uh, as you sort of approach through this blackness, there's not. It, it is one of them. Sort of fascinating and not just being. Again, it's it's weird because it's can, so dark. So we can can we see out of this or with... no? As soon as you went in there, like I said, as soon as you went through it, it was just looked black behind you. It looks like you're in an infinite void of nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, no stars. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's no, yeah, yeah. So it's no just... star field. So, uh, what's illuminating the planet? Nothing. Uh, well, it seems to have lights on. There seems to be, as you've approached, you can see that there's technological. Like a, a, it's it's a, it's a vacuum. It's a small rocky planetoid, but it's got like a, a domed colony on it, and there's lights there. But other than that, nothing. Um, okay. Like I said, there's these nav beacons with some lights on. There's this mm-hmm. this ship with some lights on, and then there's yeah, like I say, this uh, colony on the on the planetoid, but nothing else. So. Passive senses, mm-hmm. can they pick up that there's activity and life forms? And is it in the state that we would expect it to be yeah. when we were? It's not like, no one's there. <laughs> it's it's, it's, all not, it's not alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. We're already in orbit. We don't need to take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The nebula's shut. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so there's definitely Actually close, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely there's, light. And, well, and as, as you'd kind of expect, there's lots of lots and lots of sensors, more sensors than you could even uh, hologrammatically create probably sure. on this ship. It, it's it's like covered. This dome sort of is covered in the sensors. There's sensors all on the outside, they're on all sides of this planetoid. There seem yeah. to be ex- extra installations. And as you get closer, you can yeah sense that there's lots of uh, uh, living facilities and labs and a huge data core that goes deep into the planet and seems to be connected in some way to the sort of geothermal planet, the mm-hmm. power plant that seems to be because this sort of thing seems to have some sort of a mild core. Although it, you can't read the core, it seems to be shielded. Can I pull up? From the um, ship's computer, like the the schematics and the information on the colony, and because it's a Federation colony, yeah, you know all that kind of yeah it, stuff and like and and just just for I'm I'm really intrigued in this place. I'm slightly annoyed that there's a whole bunch of Cardassians who have rocked up, <laughs> but I am, I am, uh, I am intrigued by by what's going on. Um, yeah, well, again, it was a fairly standard colony that was set up, but they seem to have really developed over the years they built this core. The geothermal power plant was sort of installed. Again, there's an unusual effect whereby the plant where it seems to shield any kind of radiation from it into the exterior. It seems to oh. stay internally, which is perhaps why it's continued to have internal heat and all that kind of stuff. Um, this might be implausibly geologically speaking. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool, it's cool. But lack of thankful, it's sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, it's, it's Star Trek. Um... Um, I'm going to look at the doctor. I'm going to say, this is f- fascinating. I, uh, as a as a student of both astrophysics and geology, this site presents uh, intriguing, confusing, exciting I'm, problems. I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, so um, these these here, this the geothermal activity. This should be interacting in a completely different way in the strata here and here, but it's. It's not. It's uh, it's fascinating. Oh, the other thing that the Tadkovs are maybe interested in that you might want to share the information is that they do have defense satellites, but they keep them below the surface and shielded. So because if they're in this, they pop they out. Can, yeah, and they launch them basically because they normally oh. have because they will send us and they that significant across. warning before anyone gets to them. So they normally have lots of warnings. So they have time to launch these defense satellites. They're not great defense satellites, but you know they're the standard things you'd have for a colony. Automated defense satellites, you know, are quite mm. common in Federation colonies just to defend against you know pirates and other things. Mm. Um, they're not great, but yeah. But the, that would be another notable thing you'd be missing. And it's the same with the Nav Boys. They're not normally out okay, when, sure. when they're expecting visitors, sure. which I then get normally every few months. Mm-hmm. 
just a. I just want to ask a quick question of Dan. Mm. Do you do I feel like? How do I feel about the way you? I'm aware of your past. Mm. It's it's public record. How do I feel that you are you, are you Vulcan logical? And you're a Cardassian. It doesn't matter. You're not the person who did this to me. Or do I get a, a icy feeling from you because I am a Cardassian? Uh, icy feeling would imply emotion. Um, that's what I was. T- <laughs> oh, we all know Vulcans really. They're emotional deep down, and occasionally, you know, once every seven years, it kind of pops out. There is. He's not that into you. One part first session. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey it's Star Trek man yeah, let's go um, on the surface he yeah. is a logical Vulcan dedicated in his work but there is definitely something bubbling under the surface uh-huh. whether that is aimed at you you don't know sure it, okay it, well, I, I will else. be I will be kind of um Trying to be very professional with you, just to you know. So I'm going to pass you a little bit of information and say, Commander, uh, something you may be interested in from the record about the defence satellites. Thank you, Lieutenant. So when I was downloading medical records, we're saying what we're saying is his site file is like downloading page one of 127. <laughs> okay, I'm not like that. <laughs> 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 I don't need to know. It's fine. Are you also the ship's counsellor? My character trained in psychiatry, but oh, no, not just, we have a just counsellor. Because we may not have a separate one, and then we'd have a you can give us all sure. um, <laughs> sofa couch <laughs> sessions. Yeah, kind of. so my character trained in psychiatry. about your father. It's up to you, I think. Or the captain. Oh, what's this? So, can I, think... I just say, before we carry on, Adam's got loads of handouts and aids <laughs> and all kinds of cool stuff, and we can't quite show it all, mm-hmm. but... Uh, at some point, I'm going to take some photos and share it on Facebook and Twitter to just to show, you know, what Adam's done and how he's getting it all together. It's it's really cool. Right, so, so we shall stop talking about psychiatry. I always find the concept of a ship's counsellor and a Starfleet vessel a bit odd, as you as you're kind of in applying human ethics and values to other alien species who, frankly, might have. No, it's very more different it's more for the captain who gets like. Travel through time every week, or like experiences the existence of a whole species within the blink of an eye, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It's more, I think it's more about that. And because you've got hundreds of people living in close proximity for months at a time, it's exactly. also the other reason. Yeah. But of different species, that's so you true. don't, that's what you can't yeah, but they, apply but, the but, same. But she's a trill. She's a trill. She's a trill. No. And it's Starfleet counselor. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not human. Yeah, we're not imposing yeah. human values. Don't impose your. No, you're we're imposing Federation yeah. values. And None of us good. are playing humans. <laughs> yeah. That's but, yeah, but they're not going to be like, oh, so you should really let out your emotions. I think that would really help you. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, I th- I'm pretty sure yeah. that they are. They'll probably be like, how many years is it till you're Ponfar? <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I'm um, a big cotton bud. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, as, as the ship's doctor, she'd probably be the only one. 
So there are traits and situations as well as traits and your characters and the ship and all that kind of thing. Okay. So um, oh, I, will be, I will be writing random traits that are yep. applicable to the situation and might come up in case I forget about them. Yep. Like I said, they can make things harder, easier, or possible or impossible, oh, or whatever. Um, I plan to write them in different colours, but I forgot to get Currently it says color. dead zone. Indeed. Currently we're in a dead zone. Yes. <laughs> That's the best line when I cool. thought of this one. There's another thing which I, I'm going to bring up now as well. I don't know if it's like to come up hugely, but... Um, so, as well as values, which is how you spend determination, you can spend determination if it's relevant to your value, and you yep. have determination if you challenge your values or they respond for you. Yep. Complications, which is another kind of trait, that kind of thing. Um, there's also um, directives, which are kind of values for everybody. Um, in that, that you can spend determination or get determination if they cause you problems. They work they're similar to values, but they are for everyone. Um, and they're called directives there. They're things that you've been told to do by Starfleet. Yep. Um, unlike values, if you challenge them, you kind of cross them out and you have to kind of write a new one later. A directive, um, if you challenge it, you're just gonna, you might get a bit of a, a problem in your... You're right there. <laughs> I think you know. you're, that looks like a warp core you've got over there, doesn't it? <laughs> just <laughs> the dry ice to come out. No, there is no, it's it's no further prop of absence. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so I just, I, the directives that you're currently under are... Do you want to show that to the camera? Oh. Dude, that was going to have... Tilt it for, yeah. I, if I... That way. Yeah. yeah. Um, the prime directive. back a bit. Read it, Keith. The prime directive. Seek out new life and new civilizations. Ensure the safety and prosperity of the Lacuna Colony. Oh, that last one sounds important. <laughs> <laughs> safety and prosperity. Roughly what the stuff sure. that we told you to do in sort yep. of director. And the prime director is always there. Yes. And then so and we ones. have to break it every other episode. Yeah, I've got so. <laughs> Again, you can challenge it. It just it, there is like a career role, and it, you know, it, has a negative, it adds a negative modifier to that because you challenge the prime director. <laughs> it can vary. Um, sure. Excuse me. But it can be a good way of getting... You, you will also get determination for it. Spend on things. attacked it and is in there. That's fine. Oh, thank you. Super strong. Yeah. So I just thought I'd mention that as a... Okay, as a, cool. You, you came into orbit yeah. and um, you'd be hailed by the planet. Well, the colony. So you should come in, like I say, it's like a big oxyhedral colony. Mm-hmm. Lots of, like I say, labs and other things moving in and some lights there. Like uh, the Eden uh, Project. Yeah. Yeah. Bit bigger, well, but yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. La- larger scale. <laughs> yeah, I think I said what, about twenty-five thousand people, so a little bit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a lot bigger. <laughs> so how many people live at the Eden Pro? Ten. Well, there is so, a, that. Surely like... it should just be two, right? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, when they like get it. more than that, it's the course is all sorts. There is a, there is a, <laughs> there is a little hotel at the Eden Project, right? With the, you know those um, Japanese hotels, but just the pods. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, You're in a sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> cool. See, as a claustrophobic, I'm not. Yeah, I can. Those, I can go in one of those. <coughs> I've always wanted to go in one of those. I like. <laughs> I like it, sleeping in closed spaces. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> cool. Psychological review. Of all <laughs> Keith, how are you? Keith, Keith you were going to say <sighs> you were about to say something though, Keith, pertinent to the actual game. Oh, game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I have to say, you were clutching clutching those. So, Adam's got a deck of like post it notes, Mm -hmm. like little bits of paper. And I thought they had stuff already on them, not that you were going to write things and you were going to go, ha ha. (laughs) Because you were like holding them, and I looked at Sam at one point, like, What's on the cards? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you know, so the second you have used before yeah. for um, fake, cool. similar things. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just having a, a bit of paper you can just write things on and put them down. And if it goes away, you can tear them up. It's just easier. Captain, we're being hailed. <laughs> Time issues. <laughs> 
wibbly wobbly. <laughs> oh, you already said on screen? He did. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> there you go. Uh, you see a burning woman wearing some civilian clothes appear on the screen. Um, I will get the cat off the screen. Sibolians so are blue. <laughs> Uh, lying through the middle of their head. She doesn't have hair. I think some women have had hair, but that all seems weird to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she doesn't. Um, oh, I should apologise to anyone that has any of the accents. I ter- do terribly in the show, but I will do accents on the show, and I apologise. Hey! <laughs> cool. Your accents are awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> I like you, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Garbage Games <clears throat> apologises for any uh, it's, people it's, who are offended by yeah. Adam... From now on, yes, indeed, <laughs> or in the past. Oh yes, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not accountable for everyone you've offended in the past. Accountable <laughs> for everyone offended in the future, hopefully. <laughs> Only on the show. Only on the show. <laughs> Hello. Um, are you from uh, Starfleet then? Greetings. I am Captain Sorrel Thavayak of the. USS Enterprise. Oh, welcome. Um, my name's uh, Professor Benexia Krar. Ah, I've heard of you. You are the governor here. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, it's probably best if you uh, beam down. Of course. Uh, not for the celebration, but we've got a bit of a, a situation. It's probably easier to explain if you head down to the uh, surface. Situ- the situation. Is there anything you need? Not really, but... It'll be easier to explain once you're here. Is there anything we should bring with us? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holo- bit, yeah. Holographic tricorder coming with me. <laughs> Take a real one? No, no, my... Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, Awaiting. Um, Doctor, bring a yes. medkit just in case. Yes, sir. Commander, bring a phaser just in case. <laughs> Bring a hydro spanner, just in case. I'm a scientist, not an engineer. So you can carry the hydro spanner. <laughs> Why would I be spannering water? Anyway, certainly. <laughs> so, anyway, I will bring a hydro spanner. Uh, let's yeah. turn that water off. Yeah. Uh, do, are we, are, yes, I was going to say, do we, do we just go? Um, I'll also take Ensign Dave Smith, who happens to be wearing a red shirt. If you want. I work with someone called Dave Smith. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you can ta- you can rare the ta- shirt. <laughs> you can take extra security with you if you want. It's not... It's not like this. Well, it didn't seem that urgent, so we'll go have a look. It was quite a nonchalant comment. I don't think they're in any kind of danger. She looked worried, though. But probably um, more of a technical... Yeah. Um, in my experience, when scientists of a certain <clears throat> level look worried, is when the rest of us tend to start having to look worried as well. Okay. So, you don't all have to go on the away team. Anyone you can no, buy, stay behind will... and can be in command. And then oh, I'm play. definitely going down to this planet. Or, and you can play a supporting character down on <sighs> the thing. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, do you want me to stay on the bridge? I'm going to get a medkit. <laughs> and you could play a supporting red shirt. I was actually waiting for my Vulcan security officer slash first in command to be, Captain, you, you know, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you should be going down to the planet. <laughs> That's a Federation calling his fart. Sorry, can I just check? It was Venexia Kra. Uh, it was Venexia. Uh, Venexia. Okay. B-I-N-E-X-E-N-A. Excellent. 
Okay. I came up with this very person and I didn't know he's cool. a random name generator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll go and we'll leave um, the sun. Blogs. John's. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, maybe we could. Um, so the first we could, Hey, maybe we could get our viewers to like come up with names for like Ooh, the helmsman, yeah, helms, the crewman, uh, uh, you know, anyone who's you know our subscribers, our viewers. If you want to come up with potential red shirts, any, red any shirts. particular names. Well, they're not you... red shirts anymore, are they? Oh, they're kind shirts. of beige shirts, yeah. Yeah, gold shirts. Which is more impressive yeah. before they die. Yeah. Gold shirts. Yeah, if you want to come up with. It's a holographic vessel. Because otherwise, you'd be dealing with a random name generator, such as um, Lieutenant Persons or Play Lieutenant Lamp. Oh, no, because that would just be the okay. ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's not do yeah, the ship. Is I, love, I love Lamp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why not? Um, There's a cat. Why can't the ship be in charge of itself while we're away with a holographic. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, the pure the reason that the the fact that there is a cat means the ship cannot be charged itself while we're away. To be fair, I like the cat, but I agree with you. <laughs> so patrons of seeker level and higher can create NPCs that could feature in our games, uh, and I think Maurice and Aaron are seeker level patrons. But other people who want to suggest like background characters, names of characters, you know, that Adam can then use to, like, fill out some of the uh, hu the the real or holographic crew, please feel free to comment below. That would be cool. Put it on Facebook with us, all that kind of stuff. Go for it. We get Lieutenant Lamp. Lieutenant Lamp. Lamp. There's a Klingon. Lamp. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of them have apostrophes. That one does not. Okay. Cool. Okay. Very well. Um, we can just transport from here, can't we? Yes. It's like, so we don't even need to go to the transporter room on this new, new ship. We just, what, huddle? <laughs> Why do we need to huddle? We don't even need to huddle. Why do we need to huddle? From where uh, position one behind the, when we get down there. The right seat of the bridge. Yeah, but not traditional to take the emergency bridge men kit with you on my <laughs> missions, unless there's a good reason. Um, get the ship to beam you a kit, and then we'll yes. go. Yes, okay, let's go. Oh, there's a replicator nearby, isn't there? Yeah, that's exactly. true. Yeah, Ned kit, standard. Standard? It's not like we have they keep all of the stuff sitting in cupboards. We don't and we don't have real cupboards. So <laughs> <laughs> I will go to a replicator and yeah, beat and, and be. yeah, create a, a tricorder, a scientific um, science. We really thought so we don't have cupboards, but we don't. <laughs> It's like, well, where do we put things? But it doesn't matter because it's holographic. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you've got emergency supply kits, emergency yeah, no, rations, know, emergency. Yeah, sure. Uh, of you also have lockers probably on the bridge for weapons phasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. My real phasers stored in a holographic locker. <laughs> no, they're stored in a real locker. Is it a real locker? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You don't want them floating around. <laughs> just. They're just hand phases. No, yeah. I, I think in general, it's still, it'd still be in a secure locker sure. just in case. Okay, that's cool. Yep. Otherwise, there's ways around it. Just well, I'm going to get it into somewhere there's not a holographic generator, and then they just hey phrases. I'm going to get one of the funky <laughs> scientific tricorders mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to bother with a weapon. So do you guys? And then I'll stand there in the uh, you know freezing for camera pose, uh, waiting for mm -hmm. trans transport down. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, I think I'd probably transport chief. Do take Lamp. a phaser and just talk to. He's related to Helmsman Lamp. 
Send him everyone on board, land. Away from protocol, you take weapons. Very well. <laughs> uh, so, can I take a. Uh, you can take a type one yeah, if you prefer. I'll take a type one. <laughs> and then, Rebellion. Yeah, look, it's tiny, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh no, it does. It can eat rocks. Yeah. <laughs> It's still a phaser, it doesn't matter how big it is. It still works. You can still put a hole in a wall. Yeah. You can turn it the other way around and you can use it to trim your nose hairs. Frequent good use of the type 1 phaser by many noseless people. Is that what Cisco's using when he shaves? Or just sell it to really narrow it? Yeah. Well, it tickles. I thought that was the original prop. It was a. Oh, oh, was it? Oh, oh, okay. No, that might have been the um, Star Wars comic. The Star Wars comic was, Star Wars a, Gillette, was, was a, a lady shave. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> a lady shave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we've beamed down. Ask <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the transporter chief to beam me down. And uh, the coordinates that you... What well, we've, the, we've got the... We covered this. Yeah. Like I said, we covered this. It's, yeah. spa- it's sparkly. Uh, it's a bit sparkly, yeah. then you kind of... What <laughs> colour is it? Gold. Or is it blue? Is that like a... Silvery blue. Oh. Silvery blue. Yeah, silvery, silvery blue. blue. I, I think it still has to be silvery blue. Yeah, because that's Federation beaming. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you, the colour of the beaming tells you who's beaming someone. So if, if, it's, if it's green, it's Romulans. Romulans. If, if it's, it's red, red, it's Klingons. Klingons. Yeah. So, Federation, yeah. If it's silvery, that kind of ambery yeah. colour, it's Cardassians. Yeah, silvery blue. Although, the going to a point and coming out from a point thing is actually quite cute. You might probably doesn't make the shoot noise, but when Q appears, it's going to... Isn't this a sort of a light? Just a oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's a flash, but it comes out from a point and then goes it into a point. It does. Yeah. Well, maybe we like... Wait, does that make you... No, it's Barclays. Barclays humor, Another one of Barclays, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't... He didn't re- yes, he hasn't developed all transporters. <laughs> I mean, it's done the aesthetics and stuff of the ship, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, this is adjust, adjustable transporter effects. <laughs> oh, come on. Customizable options. Yeah, it's like ringtones on your phone. You know, you can have all kinds of stuff. The beeping noises you're trying to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's polyphonic. <laughs> oh, God. I guess I might have ate it. We should not be allowed space. Then you appear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like dramatic music as you appear on site. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be quite cute. So no, um, I'm hoping that the transporter sensors work quite well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the annular confinement. I bloody well hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> no, in this space. Oh no, we're in the dead zone now. Aren't we? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Let's just say if you transport through the reflective outside yeah. of the nebula, that would oh, be yeah, a poor yeah. choice. No, just be like. Yes, there'd be a horrible situation. Just narrow the combined beam. Or or you do the the rest of the universe. You do the Viker situation, and there'd be like a hundred of you. Oh, yeah! (laughs) With different types of beard. (laughs) There's one with munchies, one with just a moustache, one with a goatee. (laughs) The sulfide one was the worst. What happens if the good version of you has the beard? <laughs> yeah. oh. That's why Ryan I have the that problem. <laughs> That's a good point, Dan. You don't have a beard. You're letting down the bearded people appearing on Pete's podcast. Though. You don't have a beard. I know, but I've never uh, had a beard. Sam doesn't I know. have a beard. I, don't I know. Don't I, you can't. <laughs> when I did notice a gesture, I was like, what did you gesture at Sam? <laughs> <laughs> you can knit one of those dwarfy ones. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Definitely. 
That would be cool. You be for you and other Sam. You wouldn't be able to hear a thing I said. No, that's you true. You'd have a ton of wool in front of your face, but the theory is sound. Yeah. <laughs> so, you appear in sort of... Um, it looks like to materialise. <laughs> <laughs> you appear to materialise. <laughs> Let him kill me. <laughs> in the um, sort of uh, area just outside the front of what appears to be like a large technical looking building. Um, but it's just outside as, as mm-hmm. opposed to sort of inside. And there's sort of the, 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 the woman you talked to before, the bowling, um standing there. Um, and Again, this is a bit of an odd place you'd expect to go into, like a reception room or an office or something. Mm. And yeah, this is a bit odd to be sort of just outside what looks like to be the main sort of university stroke, campus stroke, colony headquarters. Okay. Um, I assume they provided coordinates for us to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and it looks like most of the... Glancing around the place, it looks most like this. It's all sort of prefabricated... Um, Federation type mm-hmm. stuff. You'd expect people to start replacing, like, build new houses and that kind of stuff. But most of the places here seem to be still sort of standard, almost emergency. It's not quite emergency shacks, but still kind of corrugated stuff together. Okay. Sorry? How long has this been here for? Oh, probably about, uh, definitely about 30, 40 years. Yeah. Um, but it's, Does it remind me of the stuff that the Federation brought to Cardassia after the war? For the more permanent structures, yeah. It's okay. it's like, um, think like uh, school mobile type yeah, buildings. Yeah. Not quite, you know, shacks that or merchandise. become things. permanent. Yeah, that's supposed to be temporary <laughs> stuff. But they become the fixture. Yeah. yeah. So this, they just end up redoing the walkways outside. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disabled access, fire exit, you know, make sure all that stuff works. And then yeah. it just sits there. Yeah, and there's a lot of these buildings. Some of them being sort of they're quite big. And this university building, sorry, not really university building, but this sort of main colony headquarters building mm. looks it, like it's made out of that kind of stuff, but it's been sort of reinforced and replaced and things. But between all of these various different buildings, you can sort of see there's sort of big cables running down this, the streets, down the things, and all over the place. And there's sort of things running in out of some of these houses and what looks like residential bits. And you see lots of people wandering around and sure. doing things. They're all looking a bit concerned. Um, so the whole place is like a lab. Yeah, like a badly cobbled together lab. And obviously okay. they don't get weather here, so there's not concerns about stuff being outside. Rain. You can see the domes. Yeah. So, yeah. Is the dome solid or transparent? Both. Technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Is it opaque? <laughs> Um, <laughs> he got you there, King. <laughs> he got you there. Although there's not much to see out of it because it's basically just black. Now. Yeah. Mm. Um, that would be a bit depressing, actually. If they kind of painted like, it got a holographic blue. thing, so yeah, it looks like, like a blue like sky or anything like that. They don't seem to. They just no, left it out there. Yeah. Yeah. To the black. And there are some gardens and plants and stuff, but it all looks kind of like it was probably better to put together at one point. But it seems that the recently it looks as if it's been a bit neglected. Okay. And like I say, all this stuff looks fairly new. It looks like there was temporary buildings and things before, but they've been kind of recently been uphavened and like all these cables and all these other kind of power conduits and all these new bits of technical set like like sensors and other things have been stuck places. They're all kind of new. Something um, interesting. And the building that in front of you, this this headquarters that looks like probably the only most sturdily built high story structure looks um, dark, like you know, there's the no one in there. Are off and no one's in. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's there's this woman, like I say, the, the bowling woman there, and there's also um, looks like an older Cardassian gentleman wearing um, old style clothes, like traditional, not military uniform, but like traditional Cardassian clothes, like you know, your equivalent of sort of okay. very 
a button suit, but for Kardashians. Okay. And he's got like the traditional sort of. So he's got like hair. kind of the big high wide neck thing going yeah, on, yeah. and dark colours. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to step back um, away from the group slightly because I'm not going to be talking to them straight away. I know the captain's going to do that. And I'm going to get my tricorder out and start scanning and deliberately not be looking at this Cardassian chap. Now, you think you might recognise him. From, you think he's some sort of academic, but you're not quite sure. Um, and he's sort of, he's, he, as you sort of transport in, um, he's hurrying and going, look, this is unacceptable. Look, we, we, you can't have let this situation occur unwillingly. I don't believe you. I walk up and like... Oh, well, well, welcome, uh, What seems Captain. to be the problem here? Uh, so, um, this is, uh, Tok Linter, um, he's, uh... Sorry, can you say that in English? <laughs> <laughs> Tok Linter. Um, he's, uh, the, uh, provost of the, um, new Lakat University on Kardashian Prime, and, uh... Uh, we invited him for the celebration, but unfortunately, recent events have made him a bit uh, unhappy. So, um, I thought it best to show you the building that's that's causing the main difficulties here, and explain probably what's um, what's occurred here. So, um, we had this project that we wanted to celebrate and uh, talk to you about uh, that we uh, we uh, have recently completed, and it. We call it Project Phenopticon, and it's uh, it's it's a new project. We're very enthusiastic about it. We've, we're quite proud of it. I mean, what we've achieved here is, well, how to explain this? So, it, nowhere else could you have got. Do you have the sort of uh, lack of and background noise you you get everywhere mm. else? It's, a, it's amazing what we've seen. Um, so you can sense amazing things that you wouldn't be able to hear and sense anywhere else, and. We realised that you couldn't only sense sort of the background and and, and the, the, the sort of space and and, and the constants of uh, nature, which we're very proud of with what we've achieved with. But you can also sense what's happening internally on the colony, what's happening to an extent you wouldn't be able to otherwise, because there'd be background radiation from like mm. the rocks or uh, uh, subspace uh, in interference from occasional ships or transporters, uh, energies uh, uh, flying off and, and causing that kind of problems. We don't have any of that here, so we realised that we could make a record here, like a longitudinal study of everybody here mm. by setting everything occurring on the colony to great detail, down to molecular detail, and keep a record of it with the the, the, the stories that we've, we've kept here. And it would be an unrealized wide study of, of all the information of what's occurring here. Now, obviously... It's fascinating. Obviously, we... Um, People, not everyone wants to be scanned the entire time, especially because we haven't quite got thoughts, but we've got emotions uh, I down. I was going to say, surely it's unethical to be watching everyone in such a manner. So, we, uh, the idea was we'd complete the thing and anyone that... Assume it's an experiment that you're trying to test a, a theory or a hypothesis before... Mon it's not sort of monitoring people for a long period of time. Yes, no, that's the idea. Yes, monitoring people from from everything about their emotional state, their their physical state, everything about them, and we we can even predict to a certain amount what's going to happen from their uh, brain waves, from other things. Not much, only about a hundred uh, milliseconds, but still quite impressive. Um, oh, but obviously, a hundred milliseconds ahead. Yes, roughly. What uh, emotional state I will be experiencing? <laughs> Are you scanning us it's, now? 
Well, it's coming down to this. So it was going to be an opt-in programme. Most of the colony voted for it and were happy with the idea of it when it was proposed. Um, and we kept it under wraps because we were about proud, quite proud of it and we wanted it to be a bit surprising and then just reveal this and that we were doing this longitudinal study and it was... But it was going to be opt-in, so you could uh, say... Mm -hmm. Uh, you could... You, so you default no. Exactly. So, uh, But most of the colony would have said yes, and it would have been good, and, you know, uh, that, that way it, it's, you know, you get all the information, and obviously it's a bit biased whether people say yes or no, but still, it doesn't infringe upon anyone's rights. Is this what you you requested the Federation? Yes, we were going to turn it on when you were here, and, and then also, yes, uh, academic... What's the long-term um, goal of this experiment? That's never been done. I mean, we, we, we don't no, know... No, I understand that, but it's the, what's the... Um, real-world application that the Federation could benefit from this? Well, the development of anybody over time. I mean, it, it, how people have changed their, their biology, uh, uh, how they interact with the environment, the take-up of, of other atoms, molecules, the interchange. Yes. I mean... Imagine if you knew... Absolutely. Uh, you know, we were going to have an EPS conduit overload before... No, I, I understand the potential benefit in that... in that... Term. And the point is that without any but longitudinal do you think, study, do you, you don't know what the results are going to tell you until you've done it. Absolutely. But do you think a non-scientific colony will agree to partake in this kind of monitoring? I don't know. Maybe. But it'd be up to them. Well, ideally it would be up to them. So what went wrong? Well, uh, this is the difficulty. <laughs> there was a small contingent. Uh, uh, As usual, you get down to the nub of it, Gran. <laughs> uh, there was a small contingent of um, people uh, that um, felt that it shouldn't be an opt-in, that it would be biased experiment, that if everybody was involved, then nobody could really complain because it was equal. Um, they were voted down and they were, they were involved in the project, but they weren't uh, listened to. And they, you know, there were arguments and there were disagreements, but uh, yes. Unfortunately, um, one of them... Uh, a DM, John, uh, she's, uh, seems to have done something a bit uh, foolish and... Sabotaged the power for your... No, sabotaged it so that we can't get in and stop it scanning people. She turned it on early and... Uh, scanned everybody. And it's scanning everybody right now, yes. Including and, us. Yes, and you can't get in to the facility at all. And what is I look at the Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> Surely this is your department. My character should be rubbing the bridge of her nose somewhere. We've got her in sort of... We don't really have much crime here. It's not people. that kind of corner. Clearly, I mean, most of your facility is laid bare. But we've got her secure in one of the um, houses, uh, but... Uh, we're not quite sure what to do with her at this point. And as I said, it's currently taking all this information in and uh, she's so, well she, the problem is is that we can't get into the it's locked but we could probably overcome that if the problem is is that she's uh, she's a computer expert you may have actually heard of her Pete. okay uh, really might have heard of her yep. um, she, Adiam sorry her name's Adiam Adiam Diam Diam John yeah um but she's um, a prodigy. She's like 26 or 27 or something. And But she was sort of... She's written a lot of papers that you may have come across that okay. have done very big in sort of uh, data processing, computery kind of things. That's the kind of thing I would be quite interested in. 
Um, Mr. Togon, you, you and the doctor go visit DM in the house that's hold up. But um, no, no. Commander, if you and I... I already have to sort of explain the, the difficulty is that, you know, we've got security satellites here that we keep underneath in bays, yes? Mm. Are these going to respond to the data that you're gathering from this... No, 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 no. Well, well sort of. If anyone tries to break in or stop this scanning occurring, they'll destroy yeah. the main data core on all of our experiments, all the information that we've got stored here and our geothermal plant. It shouldn't cause any damage. This is what she's told us to the, to the planet or anyone on here, but it uh, will destroy all the research we've done here for many years and make the colony, well, unviable. Captain of the Enterprise. Yes, sir. See if you can get a uh, target lock on all of the defence satellites. Seems to be a problem down here that may cause them to be overloading. Either, ta either target with phasers or... Do you want me to play the tactical lock? officer? Or do you want to play the tactical officer? So does she mean, mm. You mean the satellites will destroy things? Yes, but they're underground. They'll pop out. No, no, well, no, they're up out. They're underground. The core's underground. The geothermal oh, so plant's underground. take them out. Yeah, yes. If you, if you try to transport them out, I suspect that they'll, um... Well, I don't know. Target lock. Well, or they'll yeah, just... Yeah, why can't we just transport them out? That's what I asked for. Oh, yeah. so if they can target them either with phases or with transporters. Mm. But we couldn't target anything, could we? Wasn't that part of the problem? No, we can now that well, we're inside we're the inside dead zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you probably could, but... I well, would suggest... That we talk to her first. Yes, why don't I go talk She's to made her many threats and said that they were not really removable. And she is she is a, a woman of a great intellect. I've read some of her papers, uh, some of her thesis, and I feel that she's someone who could be reasoned with. Um, if we state that, you know, there are more people involved in the equation now, and therefore we need to pause the experiment, then maybe we could get access. Indeed. If she is as smart as you say, with great intellect, maybe we should look for some low-level technological means, such as turning them off. Well, look, you've got to do something about this. I'm not happy. This is the other Kardashian gentleman that's with you. Um, uh, Provost Tok. Um, look, I'm not happy at all about the, the, this situation. I'm not, I didn't come here to be scanned. I'm not happy about my privacy being infringed in this, this way. You should be doing something about this. I mean, this this needs to be destroyed. I mean, if it takes the colony out, like, it's horrible. I just came here to celebrate and hopefully make some good contacts, and it's not... What are you doing about it? We need to speak with her and see if we can get her to undo what she has done. This is a Federation colony, and the research done here, as the governor has stated, there's a great deal of data here. If we have to evacuate the colony and download all of that data, this is what we will do. Specifically, out of character, what Federation laws has she broken? Firstly, every anti-privacy one. She's probably taken over a facility that she's not supposed to as well. Mm. You know, so there's... Unauthorised use of technology. And those the Cardassians um, being on the planet is like adds a wrinkle into it that's not 100% clear. Oh, uh, did I mention she's a Kardashian as well? Oh, okay. No, you didn't, right. no, no, didn't mention that. I, mention that. Okay, cool. I thought she was a Bolian. No, 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 the governor's name is a No, DM John is a, is a Kardashian. Kardashian. I mean, we, we would no. notice that when we saw her. Yeah, you would have done, yes. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, we would. 
Well, um, in so, which case I should get. So she's on. not um, strictly speaking a Federation citizen. No, but why? Why don't we take myself no, but, and? Um, no doubt, someone of great reason. Yeah, oh no, she's very clever. As I said, I I specifically studied sort of psychiatry and people who've become troubled. Why don't we see if I can't talk to her? All right. Well, I'll take you to where she is. Excellent. I'm going to try and catch the commander's eye and mm-hmm. lag behind slightly and say to him, "It's interesting that someone whose entire life will have been monitored completely by a military organisation is so opposed to a little bit of scanning." Mm. Well, maybe that's why. Indeed. But this person's life will be documented elsewhere. In great How old is the Provost out uh, character? How old does he look? He's senior, isn't he? He's got yeah. grey hair. Yeah, he's got yeah. grey so black he hair. Been, so. He would have been around in those days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Mm, indeed. I'm suspicious of older Cardassians. Just out character. Yes, let's go talk to her. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'd be excited to talk to her anyway. But So did you say you're out of character, suspicious of older Cardassians? Yes. Alright, and in character you're suspicious of people in general. Okay. <laughs> I'm I have no 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 you know this as the captain, right? I sure, am constant <laughs> I am constantly watching everything. I believe it's called paranoid. No, no, because people are out to get me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people don't like Cadassians right now, so I would definitely have not put paranoid on his psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Which, should we go and... Let's go. Yeah. We go to this house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go to this sort what of... What Down in the streets. Were we doing something else? We were going to have a look at the building. Yeah. Just scan it. I see if I can get your take on it. Do a, do a lap. Yeah. Do a recce. Okay, well, she takes you down the street to sort of... It's only a few sort of blocks down, as it were. My mind probably that. To um, <coughs> a house that looks quite a lot like the other one, except it's got sort of a nervous-looking um, woman outside who's got sort of a looks like an old-style. F- it's like yeah, no, they, they probably have type threes here. Well, they might do for defence, so probably a type three phaser. But it looks like it's yeah not been cleaned or maintained probably in years. Yeah. Probably not seen the it light won't work then. <laughs> for many it's years. A federation uh, weapon. I, I was going to say, good thing you didn't go there because you were just like. <laughs> but, <laughs> I would have just uh, <laughs> not wearing like a uniform or anything she's looking kind of sure. unhappy holding it well sort of unhappy or maybe kind of happy holding it actually more sort of ah, I don't get to hold this off yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not bend self up down here they've got a very interesting power distribution <laughs> set up yeah, I'll oh, say we, looking at the power cables oh we, we've changed this a lot recently <laughs> power system yeah. <laughs> we've modified this a lot recently we had to because there's been a lot of changes to do with uh, Project Panopticon it wouldn't have worked otherwise and yes it's a bit messy at the moment but we were going to tie this all up as it went along no but we doubt. wanted to get it ready as soon as we can as soon as we had the idea uh, two days or so? E-E. Like two days. O-C-T-O-G-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-N-O-
you can tell when emotions are coming just because the, the, the molecules have started. Cool. Yeah, the molecules have started moving and turning and that sort of thing. So you might not have really realized it by that point. Uh, you know, we can te- you, for years, centuries probably even, we've uh, been able to measure which button you're going to press even before you realize you know it. Hmm. It's just like that. Things just start moving earlier. It's, it's one of the basis that people argue a lack of free will, although I wouldn't make that argument myself. Anyway, she's just in here. Um, <laughs> Very well. And it kind of, yes, the door kind of slides. Still, yep. still that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a, uh, a woman sitting inside at a table, and maybe some uh, Rectogeno and a sort of a pad that she's reading. Um, and there's another person sitting inside, again, with a probably just with a type 2 phaser at this point. Okay. Sort of just staring, looking kind of bored. Why don't you make a start? And I'll make some observations. Um... Greetings. Uh, I am uh, Lieutenant Commander Tovon from the uh, Enterprise. Uh, we're here to see how we can assist with the situation. We understand that there's been a... Well, um, uh, uh, I'm DM John. Um, yes? Look, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've read several of your papers and your thesis, and uh, I found them uh, enjoyable, intriguing, and some valuable questions in there that need to be answered and I understand that you're um, working towards a certain outcome for the colony and the the project uh, has started uh, perhaps a little earlier than most people who have arrived on the planet believed it to well look uh, Tovan wasn't it? Tovon Tavon, uh, I think I've read something uh, that you've done at some point. Yes, I had a brief encounter with an artifact that I got a publication or two about, and um, I, I no, it wasn't that. It was uh, autonomous oh, harvesters. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my earlier days. Yes, I, you know, in my youth, um, the family worked the land, uh, and. Um, I was very interested in geospatial technologies at the time. Um, I still am, you know, and I find the the, the, the geothermal um, activity going on on this planetoid you have very interesting. Oh yes, uh, that is quite interesting as well. But um, uh, but no, I thought your your perspective was interesting, if a bit low level. I think you needed to sort of step out and see the big picture a bit. But if you're from a background well, was, of that sort, so. I was younger. Mm. And it's been a while since then. And but it should promise. And obviously you've, you've done something. Well, I am now science officer of the USS Enterprise. Exactly. Oh, not bad. Um, and who are you again? Lieutenant Commander Crane. Right, well. Um, I doubt I've done anything you'd have heard. Not that I remember. But, um, yes, so we've started the project, yes. And I think it will prove... Useful. Uh, absolutely. As I understand it, however, there was a, 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 a um, an, an optional basis for this experiment. However, uh, it has begun in earnest, in full, against everyone's wishes. And uh, Captain uh, of the Enterprise has asked us to come and discuss with you why this has happened and how we can alleviate the situation so that we can uh, not... Uh, contravene people's privacy rights. Well, 
People do suggest a critical flaw to the experiment, uh, to the purpose behind it, of only limiting it to some people. This was obviously foolish and would have in, in, entirely removed the point of, of the entire thing. The, we can, I believe that we shall be able to show here that any that society would be improved entirely with freedom of information, true freedom of information. Secrecy, hiding of uh, anything uh, is what causes almost all flaws in society and all difficulties in life between most people. An think, interesting perspective. How well, I, th I think that we... It's, going against, it's possible wrong, but it, we wouldn't tell otherwise. But, but going against people's choice in something so uh, fundamental would surely risk the safety and prosperity of the lacuna colony. No. Um... Well, we can see now we've been asked to aid. Your actions have proven that some assistance is required. We've been asked to come and talk to you, and you have two people here with phasers protecting you from other members of your colony. It's just teething trouble. So look, uh, once they realise that there's no price too high for the truth, then they'll be able to work out that, in essence, once this information is shared, once people have calmed down about it, once they, this becomes the new normal, people will realise that it will work out. Look, you'll understand. You're... It is a difficult... I uh, should be taking uh, notes, because yeah. nothing unsettles me. I do, I do understand. I do understand. And, and I think, you know, you can't have a... Con you can't have rogue elements within an experiment influencing it that can't be controlled or monitored. I, I do understand. But... You, I assume that you're from Cardassia originally. You'll understand yes. that it's it's when people lie, it's when people have secret groups, secret governments, um, even things like uh, Star, uh, Starfleet um, intelligence. All of these secret organizations cause distrust, they cause fractiousness, and they cause arguments, they cause the problems. They, they're, they're the very foundation of difficulty in any society. To begin with. However, when the Dominion was in control, it required secrecy to enable the rebellion, Demar's rebellion, to free our people. There could not be openness about that. Well, no, but we're not living in a totalitarian. Totalitarian. State. Exactly. We're Unless not someone decides something a... for everybody else. No, no, we're not living in that kind of society. We need freedom of information, and that's the only way that it will. But you can't enforce freedom. You can. That's not freedom. As we know. As oh, we, we, more than any other people, know. More importantly, you're not living in that society. You're living in a Federation colony that has strict, hard-fought and very seriously taken privacy laws and things concerning projects. Listen to me. We appreciate your data is vital and valuable. The Federation, however, holds its own ethics above everything else. Uh, it will destroy your data. It just will. So. I know you think it's too precious. Is there a way to preserve the data and end this experiment as it is? What do you mean? Preserve what data? What you've collected so far. Well, that's nowhere near enough. No, but 
it could be enough to prove a null hypothesis. To convince, to convince the colony and those who opted out to join the experiment. I don't think so. I, I, I'd be very surprised if, if this period of time would be enough to persuade them. To I mean, how them long on. has it been on? Two days. Well, 47 hours. 47 hours. And we're talking about 200 millisecond periods of... Oh, no, it's much more fine-grained than that. It's uh, down to probably about ooh, 10 milliseconds. 10, sorry, microseconds. Molecular scan of the entire colony every 10 microseconds. Absolutely. And the predictive duration? It's around 100 milliseconds. We 100 milliseconds. Well, that's not really something so we've had about a huge amount. Grio's going to quickly do mathematics in his head <laughs> and say the correct number yes. of um, interactions to monitor. Mm -hmm. I genuinely do not think Starfleet will allow this experiment to continue, even if it loses the data but, and the colonies other data. But there is an interesting point here, that there should be a full experiment done. I agree that having rogue elements in the experiment, and you know this from from hundreds of experiments oh, you've probably done. I think it's fascinating. Unknown to quantities, see the results, but... you know, but we can't... That's it. I think it's fascinating. I would love to read your results. Starfleet won't think like that. They will literally dump the experiment if they have to. I don't believe that they'll. A colony that's had information for 30 years, maybe some of it's been transferred off, but I think that they won't risk the destruction of it simply for a little bit of uh, lost information. You haven't thought through the idealism of this organisation. This won't be allowed to stand. I, I, I would suggest that Reducing the th the the threat of this destruction would possibly mean that the data is preserved and used in a controlled way, but it would remain useful. The fact that this threat is there, that everything will be destroyed, is causing this problem. Yes. We, well, it's the only way to prevent them stopping it. But it's your bargaining chip. Yeah. So... If you come to the table and say, I will not destroy everything, they mm. may in turn say, very well, let's retain the information of this experiment so far within a small group to be analysed to try and influence those who didn't opt in to opt in. Did you plan on sitting here forever? What was the plan? Oh, I don't know. Were you going to stop it when you had a week? Because you can't, time, yeah, you can't assume they're going to sit here with it like this for 50 years because <clears> they're not. Well, I assume some, eventually someone like yourselves will find a way of deactivating it. Yeah. So, you, but were you going to sit there and do that till then? Yes. Then, in which case, you do I know there are some quite angry people. Um, the Provost Tok. Is, <laughs> yeah. um, well, old thinking. Yes, it just reassures me that I've done the right thing. You know what old thinking leads to. <laughs> mm -hmm. What is the cut? Do you think your friend out there with a the phaser is going to be much of a? Problem for someone who really wants to get in here. Well, yes, because we'll have good warning. Yeah, but You'll, you'll have, have 100 milliseconds of warning. But are you currently looking at the data? You don't seem to me to be looking at the data. You appear to be looking at sitting in the kitchen. I'm sure someone is. Well, no, no one can get in the building. Oh, no, it's transmitting the data. You can access the data from any console. I, I can look at it on this pad. 
There have been occasions. What about my tricorder? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically... I'm storing the information and relaying it to the Enterprise. I want the data. No, uh, sorry. What would be the what would be the point? I'm now looking at the data, and I'm now slightly like the world is going away. And I we'll go back to people investigating the building. Sure. So we want to try something. Angus Kardashian gentlemen will be with you, by the way. Do we have access to the colonies database? From the ship. From yes. The ship. Can we start uploading the colony's database to the ship's computer? Or copying it? Uh, well, it depends on all of the information. Um, well, no, we'll prioritise uh, like so scientific research studies, um, the latest experiments, that sort of thing. <laughs> well, no, I assume if it's you know, a colony computer, it'll have things like running the environmental systems yeah, or but, how much oxygen's been used yeah. and things like that. But that's like... <laughs> yeah. It's rooms and rooms and rooms of, 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 of data and information that's yet to be analysed. Think like CERN. You know, it's generating that much data. It's generating even more right now. So, it's well, there's no memory alpha, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but with, it probably contains as much as their memory alpha. Well, not as much, but a lot of data, like much more than you could hold on your ship, data-wise. So you guys are wandering around with him, and he's rumping and repeatedly asking you what you're doing and poking and giving you advice. But yeah, so what are you looking at? Well, well, I still think we should start copying whatever we can. That's a high priority to the ship's database. They can start just in case we do, you know, balls yeah. us up. But yeah, the, the ship will inform you that, you, that you can, they'll never be able to copy all of this data. No, fine. <laughs> Take as much as you can. Um, Mr. Lintier. If you could turn the ship into a giant computer core, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> ah, Mr. Lintier. Um, now, this has obviously come around because some people here didn't choose to opt in to the experiment. Um, could you please provide us a li list of names of all those that did not opt in? Please? How would I know? I've just arrived. Like an hour ago. Ah. I'm... Oh, he's, he, uh, okay, sorry. No, he's, from, he's the province from the... Uh, uh, yes, yeah. from the, the right. project. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't have opted in. None of the people right. I've come down with I wouldn't, opted in, I'm I sure. Would, I wouldn't have asked him that, then. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, well, I thought it was... His ship. Yeah, sorry, I thought he was here from there, but okay. He, he is here from there, but he's visitor rather than a... Yes. 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 Um, okay, is there anybody with us that is from this colony in any form of official capacity? Or was it just the governor and she's normally Oh, there's people around. There are some people watching you, probably. We can just ask the planet's computer, right? I mean, they'll have but a response. You can get hold of that information, the list of people that opted out, yeah. Okay. Or the list of people who opted in. And the full list mm. of people in the colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can get this information. It's probably around, I don't know, 18,000 out of the 25,000 people here that opted in. Okay, that's a lot of people. But it's two to one. There's only 7,000 people that were suspect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five to two ratio. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just round them all up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people for I the old, think I'm going to just do the whole thing. I think the own. easiest rounding would be 18 to seven. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it would. I know, I know the prime number. We'd know we'd got to the base. But, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, prime number. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, Keith. It's been sarcastic. <laughs> yes, I know. It's that accent you're putting on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so. Right, so. Yeah, how, is this, how is this building secured? In fact, you're secure. Obviously, you should have been making your own. <laughs> Do you would like some momentum? We still have two momentum. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Does it carry over to Hex? It gives you extra momentum? dice. It should disappear one upon per, set, one per scene, but it's, I can't be bothered to quite do that yet. So, so what do you think there. it is? Security yeah, and reason or control? Um, well, you, you could opt for, like, daring. You know, or... <laughs> That's if you start breaking in. <laughs> I want to get a sense of it first before I decide to do that. Um, probably my... reason. Yeah. I'll scan it with my tricorder to see if there's any sense Are you going to use so... any momentum? Yeah, I'll have uh, I need another D20. There you go. I'll use one. So how many moments have we got left? So, so the, f- the first moment, the first D twenty costs you one moment. Right. The uh, second D twenty costs you two. Though. Yeah. You can't so you can't. It. You can't okay. buy two. And you're helping with scanning the tricorder. Yes. Oh yeah, I will scan with my tricorder. Oh. No. Oh, you got a two. For, uh, that's two points in this one. So I just roll a D twenty and. Help. Yep. Roll a D twenty under whatever something relevant to this, this, the scanning. So probably it's a four. Reason um, plus. Okay. Reason plus anything is going to be more than four. Right? So my reason is eight. So then, yes. So, and then everything. Uh, uh. <laughs> do you have a relevant foci? Because then it doesn't strongly matter which uh, discipline you pick. Oh no, you don't have a foci, do you? Not of that matter. Okay. Oh, so that wouldn't be two. <coughs> Not no. unless you have a relevant foci, no. no. Okay, just two successes then. Two and a third. Um, well, uh, the thing is, is that it looks barely secured at all. I mean, you could probably just kind of pry open the doors with your Vulcan strength. Um, they're not strongly held at all, but there's... and monitored. Yeah, there are sensors everywhere. Scanning. Yeah, yeah, there's sensors everywhere, you know? Um, so, you know, you can... you can. It's very active scanning. You are definitely being scanned. You, every move you make, a very fine detail is being noticed. Um, but yeah, you can sense it. There's no one inside. Um, the systems will seem to be working inside. There's just no sort of lights running inside. The doors are basically locked, but you could easily get in. So I'd say that was probably one, the difficulty one, once we get that much. So you can ask me more questions for the momentum, or you can destroy it for later. I don't mind. We can add an advantage for two of the momentum. Many options. To I, the momentum. I would like to ask a question of the momentum, and that is, given the details of the scanning, do I think, because I have a knowledge of advanced holograms, mm-hmm. do I think that? The holographic projectors on our ship would project a convincing enough hologram to fool these senses. It'd definitely be. Um... <laughs> <Got it there. laughs> well, my seems to say probably not, but if you if did really well, then yes, <laughs> it would require some damn good holography to fool these senses because they are incredibly good. But it's right. possible. You've got very good holographic, you know, generators on your ship. Mm. Possible. But I would say unlike... The ship is holographic. <laughs> so they better be fucking... Getting, <laughs> getting those holographic sensors down would be difficult because the ship would... Sure. There's a dome getting shit through dome hard. <laughs> but we could park the say, real the... hull on the dome <laughs> yeah. and then project the hologram within the dome. Yes. Yeah, but that would make it more difficult for sensors because you, you've got a media sort sure. of interfering yeah, with the hologram. Absolutely. absolutely. So that's what photo torpedoes are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pressurized dome. <laughs> Let's just vent the whole thing to space. Oh, we've solved a lot of We've the solved the problem. Yeah. 
Tricorder to show Pete. Oh, do you mean oh. scrap paper or? I, I, a little bit of paper would be easy. So, uh, yes, you've got more momentum left. You can spend it on things if you want or not. So, you've still got, what, two momentum left? No, you've three successes and you spent one. You spent one. And one, one was for the difficulty because of the scanning. Okay, so, so we've you've got, got one left. The last momentum. Well, actually, that's on top of that. That's a stored one. Yeah, so you <laughs> generate one from the success. Mm. Indeed. So, you've got two. Currently, you could use another question now, or you could yes, save it for later. Uh, I'd probably just wait if I. Mm. It looks like you know, like you can just get in, can't you? If you wanted, yeah. To. But if but we the break problem in, is you're being watched, yeah, and it'll blow up. I mean, there's an the obvious sign that bad things will happen if you break in, but you've been told that's the case. Perhaps we could find the console and see if what program has been put in place to cause the destruction. What parameters have to be reached? Corinne will put that on something. Yeah, but... Can't you just break in and see what happens? Maybe she's lying. Maybe it's a, a lie. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it's false. Can I make a roll to see... No, by our character, it'll just be, she'll just be scanning whatever we do. So it doesn't matter our character if it's rigged. It's the sensors that are actually observing it, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Passing notes in school. <laughs> I'm not going to not going to risk the loss of the state unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> she's only a young collection and she's been indoctrinated with ideas. This is probably why she's doing all this kind of thing. So I'm, like, I'm sure that if you try it, it probably wasn't nothing that bad. Or did, do the transporting thing out. You were talking about that before. When you just transport them out, I'm sure they won't react quick enough. <laughs> Captain to the Enterprise? Yes. Do you have transport lock on all the satellites? Yes. From your readings... Just got what you're talking about. From your readings, do you think you can get them out of the... out of their silos uh, and into space before they can activate? Um, <clears throat> I'm afraid not, sir. Probably not, because there's some information in... Uh, there's some... Right. Distortion through the, the the planet's crust that would cause it to be mm. the, the transport to take a bit longer than we'd ideally like, and it might uh, they might well have time to do something in response. Very well. Do you see what uh, what would cause them to activate and launch into space on their own accord? What um, parameters would require? They seem to be listening to the um, main computer system of of the of the colony. Outcatcher, um, are they in some sort of silo yeah. kind of thing? Mm. So why can't we just seal the doors to the silo? No, because they're going to no, blow, the blow, blow up inside. They're, they're going to shoot the thing okay. underneath. Yeah. Rather than come out and yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what, what my train of thinking is, we have a holographic ship, we can make it look like an enemy ship, it'll launch the defence satellites. Yeah. Create a diversion, effectively. If from your tricorder, you can tell that the computer is just beaming out any It's open access to the main computer system. Mm. As far as reading any information, it's not open access to controlling it, but it's open access to you can look anything up on it you want. So, is from from looking at the um, the information that's coming through, is it still following? Is the colony's computer still following its original protocols? Like, if say an enemy ship was to appear, they would launch and. Um, it looks like the original protocols would take someone 
it, it requires a personal authorization to launch them. Yeah. So, like, there's an enemy. Do you want to launch? Yes. Um, and that sort of uh, that level of security is currently rooted to one uh, DM. Sorry, DM John uh, as the only authorized person to control any of those systems. Can I just go shoot her? <laughs> yes, that would help. That was highly logical. Make me feel better. Um, feel what? Uh... Yes, unfortunately, security systems in Star Trek often have a person requirement to check. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> and she's rerouted that, I'm afraid. What authorization is required? Is it a code? Is it a fingerprint? It's uh, the scanning of the, the computer that can tell exactly who she is and where she is at all times. Uh, reading her brainwaves to think it's her and what has she saying <laughs> which I'm downloading but yes it's got quite a good read on her and where she is so it, yes. it, it's it's kind of pinged her being there and it's listening to her what's she, could probably, she could say it from where she is now what's in place if she goes out of scanning range um, if she goes out of scanning range it would probably lock down to Oh no, she'd probably do that. Yes, it will blow up things. Yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah, so if you beam her out, <laughs> it'll blow up. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. No, she, yeah, she'd take that. <laughs> if you thought the system was her, then that might work. But... Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's kind of where I was going with this. We'd beam her out and replace her with a holographic copy. Give me. Ooh, since you, actually, no, you're both. You're looking at the computer system. You're looking at the computer system. I'm. I'm you're somewhere looking Else. into it and I'm on my tricorder scanning her, her, scanning her and, yeah. and hooking up to it. Give me a, 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 a... I think you should probably be the prime because you were looking for it sure. more in depth and yep. things. Some sort of noticing something within it. So that would probably be reason and science would be a good choice. Okay. There's some sort of computer speciality being helpful, well, foci being helpful, but... Uh, yeah... I've got navigation, astrophysics, geology, warp field dynamics, composure, and reverse engineering. So no, no, we'll go with yes on one of those. But I won't tell you which one. Well, that's the fun. Ooh. But I'm going to say difficulty three on this one. It's quite hard to notice, but you can help because you're also looking through stuff. And you can no, actually know what two dice. Right. Can I spend a point of momentum to get another die? Yep. Thank you. Die. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm rolling seventeen or less. And the ship can oh, help cool. as well. If anyone wants the ship to help. Oh, yeah. who's going to roll for the ship? Sam, do you want to roll for the ship? You can't ever know. I'm rolling really badly tonight. What's the ship rolling against? Sensors and science? No, computers and science. So 14. And the science is 3. And it always has a focus. So I've got systems. Yes, I was going to ask Tulku about that focus. It was a misprint on the list. It's a bit too wide. There'll have to be a kind of system or some other kind of focus that we can look at oh, later, okay. I'm afraid. Oh, oh, yeah. um, one, two, three, four, five. Um, but you can probably go with something like command. Yes, I have command. Fourteen. I've got got fourteen. You got one. I will do get one. Command and reason, so that's thirteen. That's pretty good. And again, you get one from the ship. One. And I got five. Okay, so five successes, and you've rolled a one. Yeah, so it's seven. So, but if you roll a one, that's always two successes. Even if oh, you, you don't have a focus. Okay. Even if you don't, even if you don't have a focus. <laughs> hey, so we've got eight. Can't take him anywhere. So we've got eight successes. Yeah. <laughs> On how many dice did we roll? Five. <laughs> I, got two, I got two under my science score. 
So, for three, like I said, it was, it was difficulty three. It was quite hard to notice this as you were just going through. But, mm-hmm. um, again, you put, so you've got five momentum on it. But for the initial stuff that you noticed, you noticed that uh, as you're going through, you're like, wait a second, a lot of this seems to have been modified. It's your geology focus as you notice it. You're mm-hmm. like, wait a second. The, 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 it looks as if these things are just going to fire and, like, destroy this stuff. But it's mm-hmm. actually going to... Oh, that interesting ah it's actually been programmed to um that it would actually cause a sort of overload in the in the geothermal power plant and actually mm-hmm. just destroy the entire colony killing everybody here wow it doesn't but that looks like it was programmed in later but you can't quite tell by who unless it's more of your momentum on question i will uh, <laughs> i will use one of the questions no no, no oh, we've got we've got five five six then so you know you can only go up to you can only get six stores, okay. but you can have as much okay. on eight. Well. So one of those, I'm going to say, <laughs> who programmed it to blow up everyone? Uh, it wasn't her. But it, it was someone else. But uh, it's weird. It's For something that's been scanning entirely, it doesn't seem to have a record of it. It's weird. It's like, but it was it was on site. It was sort of after the lockdown, inside the building. How, long, the, how long have the Cardassians been here? Uh, about an hour and a half. And how long ago was it done? About a day. Okay. <laughs> Damn! It's a good guess. If we're still, yeah. standing, good guess, in the, if we're still standing in the same room, because he just goes slightly paler. Well, bear in mind, yeah, my my tricorder are using a fairly holographic display kind of way. So there may have been something that looked like some sort of underground volcano. Going, <laughs> and then the holographic display went down very quickly yeah. and you went like that. Right? I went, mm. <laughs> um, um, should we go outside? Would well, you step outside? Quick, quick couple of questions. While I've been scanning all the data, and I know this isn't quite the same role, but been looking through this data, was there ever a moment when her emotional reaction within the next 100 milliseconds was higher in a percentage-wise in concordance with us rather than her current Plan. She doesn't have a crush on you, dude. <laughs> no, I don't. Can we tell if she was ever going to change her mind? Yeah, was she ever going to change her mind? Or was she ever like 20% likely rather than 10%? And was it anything we said that might have... Um, I think we may be about, about to say something that might change her mind, but we'll... Uh, that... The closest you probably came was... Suggesting that yeah, the, the this was an enforced behaviour and it wasn't freedom. That, that okay. this was kind of okay. this was a totalitarian sure. act to have done. That kind of made her flinch a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, another question from the momentum. Sorry, Captain. Um, yeah, where was the? Well, wasn't that one from the momentum as well? Yeah, it was. So yeah, I, I, okay, you've done. So you've asked got... three questions. So out yeah. of five, you should. Where was the, two what was the third? No, we question? had one already. Yeah. Hmm? So I've asked. I've asked two already, and I'm about to ask a third. Yeah. There you cool. go. Cool. <laughs> so, you said it was changed about a day ago. Yep. Where was that done? Uh, well, I told you that before. It was inside inside yeah. the the main column, the, the building. That it, oh, in the it, big building. Okay, the, sorry. The, if anyone sorry. goes inside, it will was, blow up. I was thinking of the implications so of blowing up the planet. <laughs> that was kind of overriding my but brain. after the, the lockdown had already taken place. Yeah. So some, when uh, no one got, was in there, someone was so in So someone there. from the colony did it when yeah. no one was in there. Somebody was in fact in Somebody there. Somebody was in fact in there. Yeah. Which is in direct 
Has the data not worked out? And it that seems to have been done over a period of one of its scans. So in the kind of cycle gap. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, sort of that. Yeah, in the in the ten microsecond. So scan, scan, scan in that ten microseconds. Within that t- ten microsecond, it was like this is not here. This is yeah. This has now been changed entirely. So someone reprogrammed the, the, the computer, and it was from like a console inside in ten microseconds. In ten. Wow. Has this? Okay. Has it noticed? It's actually no, because I well I don't know. Okay. So at that point, I'll say. If you'll excuse me for a moment, my colleague and I need to have a conversation, and I'll take Cran outside. What's that? Um, it looks like, and uh, it doesn't look like. I know that someone, since she has programmed it to destroy the data core, someone has reprogrammed it to destroy the colony. I need to talk to the captain right now. We do need to go and talk to the captain right now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you want me to stay and keep watching yeah, her? Yeah, that's a good idea. And I'm gonna move away to a safe distance where there's no one really around. All right, how, how are things going? Because she's still outside. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go back. Fine. <laughs> if, you just, if you just excuse me for a moment, I just need to. Um, sort of, You've not got to turn around then. And I'm not just like, either. Oh, uh, the, the doctor is gonna <laughs> keep talking to her. We're nearly there. And, oh, I, and then I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away. And and then um, when I get in a. A good distance. I'm gonna um, tove on to uh, so Captain something something. So you've, stored, you've stored three <laughs> momentum from that. Though. Yes, yes. We stored three. Yeah, because the last question was already answered. So you, yeah, it was all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, Mr. Tovon. Um, I've discovered something interesting. I've been analysing the uh, data from the computer and some of the scans. Uh, and it appears that she is under the impression that her lockdown will cause a destruction of the data center, which is what we were informed of. That's correct. However, I've analyzed the data and the subroutines that have been placed on the um, underlying infrastructure, and in fact, it will cause a dangerous cascade that will destroy the entire colony. We'll end there. <laughs> Just on the expression of. <laughs> I think, yes, we'll end there. Your, yeah, cool. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> oh, yes. Very cool. Can I say, Keith, I really liked your captain's log at the beginning. Thank you. That was really cool. I like that. Is it, is it then, is it like we have a captain's log every time? Can do. It's a good way to. Or personal logs. It's a good way to. Or science officer log. Or chief security. At the beginning of every mission, I'll probably give Keith a heads up as to what the the, the idea is. Yeah, that's cool. And then then he could do a captain's log as an intro to every mission. But for every session, we can still have personal logs. Star Trek Morpheus. I prefer personal logs. Yeah, you'd never have time to make in the situation. Supplemental. You'd never have time to make in the situation, but you still manage to, you know, just. Captain's log supplemental. Ah! <laughs> and 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 uh, and entry. Yeah. <laughs> there's captain's log. Captain's log. The, the was oh, yeah. exploding, but I meant yeah. but, uh, the, the well, events shit. of the previous few days, which I'll relate to you now, were quite stressful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a Cisco one. Yeah. Oh. Because so I can't live with it. So what happens to our four-store momentum? Uh, we'll sort them for now. Okay. Cool. We've got that on go recording. So. <laughs> yeah. but cool. also, also making a note. Okay. Cool. So. We get to close up the episode? Yes, indeed. Cool. Okay, well, thank you for watching the first episode of Star Trek Morpheus. 
as we are exploring what's going on with the Lacuna Colony. It's very cool. Uh, please don't forget to go and check out our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Also check out our Discord. Lots of people joining us on there for conversations. Also check out our Patreon with all the freebies we're giving away and our adventure locations and all the other stuff. I think I'm going to put Griot Tovon's backstory on there once we've agreed everything and the timeline all fits and everything. Mm -hmm. But I've been enjoying sort of starting that <laughs> off. That's quite cool. Um, so a bit, you know, behind the scenes stuff that can go on there. Um, also, we've got Redbubble, drive through RPG, all that stuff. There's links below. Please go check that out. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Click the bell icon so you get a notification for our new episodes. And if you have thoughts about NPC characters for the USS Enterprise, people in the background, interesting uh, characters that we can have, then please put it in the comments or see us on Facebook and all those other places and share that with us. We're supporting personality. Oh, yeah, you got your little cheats. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Thank you very much for uh, joining us, and we'll see you in two weeks for more Star Trek Morpheus. Thank bye you. Bye-bye.